Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. Where to start today? Let's do, uh, Amy had told me about her son. He's doing hedgehog therapy. Yeah, and I think it's really cool. I think we're probably going to have to end up getting a hedgehog. I mean, we're getting a cat soon. We already got a dog. What's happening with a hedgehog? Well, so hedgehogs are interesting. The more I learn about them, so they they're they don't trust people right away or anything for that matter. And so when they feel safe, they're pretty soft. But when they feel like threatened in any way, they their quills go up or I think is what they're called. I don't know. They spike up. They spike. And it hurts. So you have to work hard to make the hedgehog feel safe and comfortable. And sometimes, you know, animals can pick up on your anxiety and your stress. So if you're staying calm and then you're nurturing and calm towards the animal. So anyway, I mean, my kids are adopted and, you know, Eddie has foster kids. And a lot of times kids that aren't given um, the proper care in in their early years, they kind of live in this fight or flight because they, they didn't, have that they didn't develop properly so it's cool for him to work with his hedgehog and then it's a parallel of like what we're trying to do as his adopted parents like we're we're trying to nurture and love you and help you feel safe but sometimes you don't feel safe so your guard goes up like your spikes go up but like look at what's happening with the hedgehog and he it's so cute because he's like it's okay buddy it's okay he wants to take care of the hedgehog and so I, as his mom and his dad, were like, that's what we want to do for you. So it's just a great example. And then once the hedgehog, ha- you've earned the hedgehog's trust, then you've got a bond. Does the hedgehog always know the person, that same person, though? Um, It just, well. Is it, it like each each it, incident? It can get each- to know different people. Yeah, it's not just going to be the one person. So this hedgehog works with a lot of kids. But, like, but I'm saying, does the hedgehog remember your son? I mean, if I got a hedgehog, what do you just have to, every single time you hold him, you have to re-make him feel safe? No, I think once they get to know you, it is better. But you may be, you may be on, like as an adult, you may be able to use a hedgehog as therapy for yourself. I mean, this really could be any animal. I just think the hedgehog is a really obvious way because they can spike you. And then it's a good, they help with help you learn boundaries. Guys, I'm a hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Oh. You, you get spikes? I spike. I will spike. Yeah. All of you right now. <laughs> hey, you know, at first when Amy started talking about it, I was like, great, here comes goat yoga again. Like, But actually, no, no. As, after you started talking about it a little bit, that sounds awesome. No, I think it's um, the therapy that a lot of therapists use with uh, adopted kids and maybe even foster children. So, Eddie, maybe we can get a set of hedgehogs. You take one, I take like one. Like, how do you keep a hedgehog in an aquarium in or a- do you put them in a... Well, not water, Maybe a terrarium. but yeah, like a cage, oh, wow. and then there's like shredded up paper that he like sits on, and then there's little pellets you can feed him as food, and there's water. They're pretty cute. They are so cute. Oh my goodness, they're so precious. So it's just interesting new therapy that we're trying out. Raymundo had mentioned your daughter again. You want to give Amy a compliment? Yeah, I wouldn't uh, say I hadn't honestly in probably months upon months talked to your daughter. I think either y'all put her in mannerly me or y'all are doing a great job as parents because she was very polite, respectful, oh. please, thank you, uh, very resp- – I mean, honestly, I'm just a guy with my ha- uh, hat on backwards drinking a beer at the game, and she was like, yes, sir. She, she uh, I mean, definitely some down south manners for sure. Oh, thanks, Ray. Yeah. Man, what's mannerly me? I don't, it's I don't a, know what that is. It's a course you take. Uh, my mom, <laughs> my mom taught it, so I did have it for several months of my life, and and they teach you all the stuff you need to know: open doors, closed doors. You stand up when people come to a table, stuff like that. Look See, it up. That's funny because Ray is the least 
amount. Uh, he has the least amount of manners. But uh, you know, he like he just calls like elders like sway and pimp. <laughs> yeah, I don't like not sir or man. That's a um, funny thing. It was forced down my throat. I didn't really accept it. So yeah, that's probably now why I use very uh, relaxed and chill language instead of like manners. Didn't it Ray used to call? Who did he call? His father-in-law. Soon to be. Was that what it was? He <laughs> called his father-in-law pimp? Before yeah. they were married, I think he was like going to ask for the hand in marriage. And he was like, so pimp, got to have a conversation <laughs> with you. I believe it was an offhand text. I just sent him real quick and I said, hey, pimp, do you have a second? And then that got around where he works and they're all kind of kidding around with him. Yeah. You thought it was okay to send your future father-in-law. You weren't even engaged at the time. Hey, pimp. It's just such a common thing. I call everybody pimp outside of my dad. I mean, my buddies, teachers, coaches, everything. Everybody's a pimp. You know your relationship, though, with him. So if you thought it was fine, then it's fine. Correct. And I and I and he joked about it, so it wasn't disrespectful. Huh. A Maryland student with a .13 GPA is at the top of his class. Uh, huh? How many people in the class? Well, I'm going to read you the story here. A .13. What did you have? What was your GPA? Uh, Higher than that. Okay. All okay, right. Sure. Well, no, a point four point oh is like the highest you could get. Point one seems pretty low, and he's got the highest. A mom from Maryland is shocked to discover her seventeen-year-old son has to start high school over again, even mm. though he was about to graduate. It turns out he's passed just three classes in four years, even though he's advancing in his classes. His GPA is just point oh one three, but he's still at the top of his class. Interesting. So yeah, he's not adding up here. A mom from Maryland is shocked to discover that her 17-year-old son is being bumped back to ninth grade. It feels like uh, Billy Madison. You ever see the Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. Somehow, Tiffany France says the school failed to tell her that he had passed just three classes in four years, and he's technically at the top of his class because his GPA is, is 0.13. Now, is that because other ninth graders that he has to go back to, they don't have a class? They don't, they don't since he's at the top now because he's a 0.13? Because I also don't quite under Mike. What's the st- explain this to me? The school as a whole whole is so low that he's still at the highest, but he's oh, still the whole the school oh, is yeah. that bad. Yeah, okay, and so. he just happens to have the highest, but it's still everybody's lower than right. him. So, so everybody's going back yeah. to ninth grade. Something we're the I I don't I'm not a teacher there. Obviously, I don't know that, but like we need to reevaluate the his the, class rank is 62 out of 120, meaning he's better off than nearly half his classmates. I don't understand. That can't be right if he's 62 out of 120. He's not the highest. He's still at the top of his class. No, he can't yeah, be. not saying he's number one, though. In the better half, he's in the top half. He's not in the... This says top of his class. Yeah, that means when that you means say top of the one. class, number one. Who but, says top is top half? Well, yeah. either way, the interesting <laughs> part is that that school is not doing very well overall. Or are they just too hard? GPA-wise. <laughs> uh, if you actually want to get a leg up on your, your peers... You work out. That's the story Raymundo told me about. Ray, what is it about working out that elevates people in life to be ahead of their peers? It says that it's going to make you more type A uh, personality. You're also going to be more of a go-getter, so you are more willing to speak up in a meeting, ask for more money. You're uh, you're going to wake up earlier. You just have a mindset of gaining and moving in society, and that ends up equaling new big money instead of just sitting around being lazy. Research reveals people who work out frequently earn 25000 more a year than those who don't at all. Wow. More specifically, those in regular fitness group groups earn an average of $74,000 a year compared to just $49,000 to people who never work out. Fitness gives people confidence and willpower to achieve more, and these findings 100% back that. Eddie, you got to get some curls in, bud. Yeah, I know. I, I was uh, looking on Amazon for some dumbbells. 
So I might just order like a couple of 20 dumbbells and start doing some of those prison workouts you're talking about. You can do prison workouts without weights. It's push-ups, sit-ups, sure. all body weights. I've already started doing that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I started doing some push-ups and sit-ups. How many a day? Uh, we do about 50 a day. Well, 50 sit-ups and then 25 push-ups. I, I know that's little, but no, we're no, working no, no. on it. You have to start little. Uh, I didn't even judge you with my eyes. I was about to tell you, hey, good job. I bet you by the end of the year you could do 700 a day. Ooh, that'd Whoa, be awesome. 700 push-ups? Not at one oh. time, but in, through the day I bet you could do 700 push-ups. Yeah, and I even got my 13-year-old son doing it with me. Because he's starting to get a little heavy on the desserts. So I'm like, I love a dessert. We, I know. He does we too. had dinner last night at a place called The Optimist, my favorite place in town. I ate way too much. <laughs> Here's, the problem is, is that we ordered, it was Caitlin and I and two of our friends that we're with a lot. And we go and we're eating and they order dishes for the table. And, but if I like it, I scoot it toward me and eat most of it. Almost all. Almost all. Because it's near me and I cut a little off, put it on my plate. If they haven't got to that yet and they're eating the other ones, I cut a little more off this way. I, I had so much food last night. I overate. I left last night pretty ashamed of myself. You were full and you were still eating? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because when it's good food, you just keep eating. Oh, yeah. And you know it doesn't, it doesn't even feel good to eat. The only time it feels good is right when it's in your mouth. When you swallow it, it feels terrible because you're already your body doesn't feel good. You're just like, oh, my pants were starting. But I didn't even have my sweat jeans on. <laughs> the loose sweat jeans. My sweatpants jeans. But um, we had this thing. It was tuna. On the outside and inside of it was avocado. It looked like a piece of bread, but it was tuna on the outside, but avocado on the Ooh. inside. Mm-hmm. Oh, sounds good. It was really good. I had. I say we. I think tuna I had tartar, almost. Steve says. No, it's not tuna tartar. I know what tuna tartar is. <laughs> what it sounds like. It wasn't. It was like looked like a bread bowl. It's tuna. It's full of avocado. Tuna tartar. <laughs> <laughs> I just mess with you. I that has salmon in it. I think. Yeah. Okay, you weren't messing with me. You really thought you were gonna get one over on me, didn't you, Scooby <laughs> Steve? Um, two dudes in Australia were on an inflatable mattress that got swept two miles out to sea. Whoa. Like out to sea sucks. Ah, that sounds awful. Any of these water stores, people get trapped. Those that sucks. They only panicked when they ran out of beer. <laughs> That's when life got real. <laughs> two drunk friends were left stranded <laughs> on an inflatable mattress two miles out to sea. They panicked when they ran out of beer. They were rescued after strong winds dragged them two miles off the coast of Perth, Australia. They were drinking beers on an inflatable mattress off the coast, and then whoosh, wind blew in, took them out to sea. What sucks is it's, it, I bet it would be tough to even swim. If it's, the waters are rocking, it's hard to even swim against that. Probably safer to stay on the mattress, huh? Yeah, I would. Eddie, when you were lifeguarding, you ever have to ocean save anybody? No, 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 no. I was just a pool lifeguard. O- that ocean lifeguard's a different world. Like Baywatch, different world. Meaning you weren't ready for that? I mean, I wasn't. I'm not ready to swim against currents like that. I mean, that's that's a heavy, heavy. So I told you many times that I kind of cheated on my certification tests. Did I never tell you that? No. All right, you we'll just th- bragged we'll, about your saves. We'll, no, no, no. I've had the saves or whatever, but every time we get certified, the the more and more I got certified, the like the less in shape I was. So I would just kind of like tell the person like, hey, I'm just going to do two laps, just put down three or whatever, and they would let me pass. So I couldn't do that in the ocean because when you're fighting currents, it's tough. That's hard work. I wonder if it's more strategically going into currents than swimming against them. Well, Like timing when to hit them and go under them. Yeah, I mean, from watching Baywatch, it seemed like they just didn't care. If somebody was drowning, they'd TV do whatever. show. <laughs> what I ordered last night was the yellowfin tuna capricio. Mm-hmm. Not tartar? No, not tartar. It's good, too. That's all I'm saying. They don't pay me to say that. Nor would they. The place is too cool. What? what? The tuna <laughs> the, the tuna foundation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. Uh, I gotta go.
Thank you guys. Check out today's show. Check out the Velvet's Edge podcast. She has Kaylee Shore on the podcast. It's like a, a crossover episode. Hope you guys give that podcast a chance. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting. Across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Hey, guys. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Randall is on in Missouri. Randall. What's going on with you? How are you today? Hey, fine. How are you? We're doing pretty good. What can I do for you? Hey, got a question for you. If you'd been born the opposite sex, what would your name have been? I mean, I would assume they just would have named me Bobby with an I. Because <laughs> we were talking on the show yesterday as a unisex name. I was named after my grandfather on my dad, my biological dad's side. Now, I do not have a relationship with my biological dad. I remember my that grandfather just slightly because I was five or six years old when he died. Oh. And he was a Bob, and then I was named Bobby. I would like to name our son, if we have one, Bobby. That has not been welcomed warmly in the household. Oh. And this is why. And she's, I don't think she's anti-anti, but she says, do you want to name a kid after you so he has to always live up to what you've done? What if he doesn't, what if he wants to be like a, a everyday guy and doesn't want to have some sort of life where he's in, in the spotlight? And everyone's going to be like, well, but your dad, Bobby Sr. She's like, do you want that? And I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, 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 we're negotiating that. But I don't know what I would have been named if I was a girl. Because I, I don't know. know that was a conversation. Do you have any idea? No, it makes me want to ask my dad if he remembers, though. Randall, why do you ask that question? We had that conversation with my parents. And they're in their 90s. And it was really interesting about the names they were thinking about. Uh, it was really interesting. Yeah, I, I'm just weirded out now that my name is from the 1930s. I always thought Bob I always thought Bob was like an old guy name. Robert. But Bobby was like the cool, hip version of it. <laughs> and then I was told it was not. And I'm just actually a guy. I'm 40 now, but I have the, the name of a 90-year-old. Mm-hmm. What about Randall? Yeah. That's, that's Ask a, your parents what you're... Ask your parents what your name would have been if you'd been a male or a female. The opposite. I think it's interesting. Well, I don't have that luck. My mom it really went to some interesting conversations. My mom's not alive anymore. I don't know my dad, so maybe I just ask Eddie. Oh, <laughs> oh man, this is what Bobby does when he's uncomfortable. Make Sometimes though, I'll be doing interviews, and they'll go because again, these people are doing so many interviews, and they're going, uh, "Okay, so what's your mom think about your success?" Mm. And you know what I do most of the time? I go, "You know what? She loves it." Because if I do go, you know what? She's not alive anymore. It just sinks the whole room. And I go, she loves it. Hey, thanks, Chuck. Thanks for the question. What do you got next? <laughs> oh, I did it to an artist once backstage at iHeart Festival at some point, And it was thrown to me from a producer in the room. Like, they were kind of asking this question to everybody. And so I did it not knowing this person's circumstance. Their parents are alive. But the relationship is no bueno. Mm. And the artist handled it well. But afterwards, the artist said to me, like, hey, sorry about that. I didn't mean to get awkward. But, like, I don't talk to my parents. Yeah. It's like, okay, got to go. Like, ah, I was so annoyed. I feel, too, in interviews, I can ask. Because I do a lot of times. They're like, hey, your parents still alive? And if they go, no, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, okay. I have the yeah. – it's like if you've been through something, you can talk about something without <laughs> having sort of any, like, why are you asking me that question? So I'll just ask immediately. I was talking to Heath Sanders for the Bobbycast this week. I'm like, your parents still alive? And he's like, and if they're ever weird about it, I'd be like, hey, don't worry about it. You know, I get it. Um, but it just, because you've been through something, it allows you to talk about something a little more openly. I was doing an interview, and it doesn't matter my successes. I always feel like that 
the young eighth grade kid that still gets beat up and never gets picked for PE or for a basketball team. We were doing it. I was pumped. I got invited to be on the Nat Geo national call. It's a Zoom. It was me. Listen to this. Me, Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer. Oh, wow. It was Gordon Ramsay, Bear Grylls, and another one in that Geo shows. Um, her name is Mariana, and she does all the black market stuff. She does a show about going up funny. And so they have us all on, and we're doing this panel, and I'm like, I cannot believe they put me on this panel. I don't have a show on that Geo, but I got invited to be with the, the cool kids. And so at the end, they ask the question. They say, all right, you get to pick one adventure buddy from this group here of us five. Who would you pick to be your adventure buddy? Oh, no. And Caesar Milan, I think he's like, I pick Bear Grylls and Gordon Ramsay. Oh. And they're all, everybody's picking everybody. <laughs> I was the only one who didn't get picked. No. no. It's like back to elementary That's school. That's what I said. And and we're on this big call because Nat Geo's owned by Disney. We'll be on Disney Plus. And I, and I stop it. They're going, and I'm like, hey, can I say something? I was the only one who didn't get picked. <laughs> I'm having like some serious eighth grade trauma here. And everybody got a good laugh again for a second time. Oh. I was the only one who didn't get picked as somebody's adventure buddy. And that's because they're all famous. Like, I'm just a guy that's got a little bit of notoriety, but is still way more normal than they are. And they I don't think any of them knew who I was. <laughs> Bear did. I've done that show now a couple times, but he didn't even pick me. He was like, he's like, Bobby, I've known Gordon for a long time. I'm going to have to go with Gordon because he can cook food. <laughs> I even picked Caesar Milan because I thought no one would pick him. Because who he's a dog whisperer. And I was like, I just wanted to throw a bone to Caesar because I thought maybe he'd get passed over. I said, I'm picking Caesar Milan. I got two dogs are fighting right now. He'd come over, we'd act like it's an adventure, and he'd fix them. But then nobody picked me. Nobody threw the bone to me. Oh, man. I know. Well, hey, you'll know that for next time, like in a few years when you do have more status and Nat Geo has another thing and then the new guy's on. No, I'm just going to go tell them before and be like, hey, one of you suckers better pick me if they're asking. <laughs> but a little bit, I was embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah, I was embarrassed. Well, I was just going to say you could pick the new person next time. I always when... pick, I'm always looking out for the person that might be taken advantage of. Okay. Or may not. That's why I picked Caesar Mon. Because that's, because the girl does black, she like investigates black market. She's always like under, underground doing stuff. Like you'd want her because she knows stuff. Obviously you want Bear. He's an adventurer. Gordon, everybody loves Gordon Ramsay because he makes the best food. Caesar Milan and I are in there with the thumbs up our butt, just waiting for somebody to pick us. And you picked him. I he picked didn't Caesar. Pick he didn't even didn't even give me the the back. Oh, I was embarrassed. I texted the uh, president at jail. I was like, I was the only one who didn't get picked. Can we please not let this happen again? I was pretty embarrassed by that. All right, uh, Randall, thank you for the call. I appreciate you calling the show, yep. waking up, and uh, saying what's up to us. You bet. All right, buddy. See you later. Now, time for a segment about well. Getting older. Time marches on. marches on. The segment was brought to me today by Raymundo because he's experiencing something in his life. Raymundo, take it away. Yeah, my apartment complex, cars are speeding through. You got Mustangs, hot cars. They all think they got to cruise like 40 miles an hour. It's dangerous. There's kids, people run, and stuff like that. And so I said, I brought it up. We're pretty close with the front office people, and I said, hey, I used to live in apartment complexes that did speed bumps. I said, that'd be a really good idea, honestly. <laughs> well, about three weeks later, they put in speed bumps, and now the old community message board is full of people hating on the speed bumps, and I'm like, oh, that was me. But good for you. <laughs> if people are flying through there, you may have saved a life. Exactly. That's what I was saying. Wow, and Ray for mayor. Time marches on. Yeah. Old that's, guy. What an, that's what an old person does. So yeah, that's good. Time marches on. Time marches on. Tell you what, I, my back hurts a little bit. This is mine. <laughs> my back hurts when I drive sometimes, like my lower, lower back. So 
I took the lower back brace from my video game chair and I put it in my car. <laughs> and so it just like keeps my back straight. Because sometimes I get out of the car and I'm like, oh. Yeah. So that's my time marches on. That my back is starting to hurt when it never did. <laughs> but also, be okay. just so everybody knows, I'm very young and vibrant in my video games. Yes. <laughs> I took it out of that chair. <laughs> Amy, you have one? Well, I mean, I am spending time trying to figure out the best food for my birds outside in my backyard for my bird feeder. I'm doing an experiment to figure out. It's like a taste test with my bird seed. That seems like... But you're not tasting it. No, the birds are. Got it. But I I see which one goes the fastest because the birds have a preference. I've seen that on your Instagram. Right, but I and, but I have a whole I have other bags I'm still testing out. I want to find the best bird seed for them. Take care of them. That's for sure a time marching on. <laughs> right? Eddie? Yeah, so about a year ago I started watching TV shows with closed captioning because it was just so loud in my house. <laughs> well, now after everyone's in bed and I'm still watching TV like it's still not loud enough. I guess my hearing's not great. I watch closed ca- closed captioning again. It's just what I do now. Can I tell you that closed caption has also changed my life? In that I don't miss things anymore. Right. I can hear pretty good still. Yeah, I can't. But I keep it on a lot of the times because I just catch little things that I don't think I would normally catch. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? We're watching, I think we're about five episodes into succession. So good. How do you feel? It's okay. Oh right my now. gosh. We're not, I don't know why. And maybe it'll, it'll hit us like a ton of bricks later. It's pretty good. Like I go, we go back to it maybe once a week. Right, because you had start started a while ago and then weren't really feeling it, so you went on to other things, which I can understand. Moving on to something that's hot at the moment, but Succession is so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's getting good. <laughs> but it's all guys. It's also okay for someone not to like a show that you like. I know, but no, they just both call me stupid. No, I didn't. <laughs> they both were like, oh, no, I what? didn't. I'm just gonna wait for the time where yeah, it hits you like a ton of bricks, and, and you're like, and I'm Yo. sure it will. I have faith that it will, or we wouldn't be four or five episodes into it. Okay. And we kind of started it back, too, because we have HBO Max. I don't have to buy episodes on Amazon anymore. Mm. So it's just up there. But right now, we're WandaVision is where we, when new episode of WandaVision, we can't wait for it. That's that's probably our show right now. I was disappointed to hear that Queen's Gambit's not coming back. Yeah. Mm. I love Queen's Gambit. Me too. That was good. Um, what are, are you watching anything else? Uh, we're all into WandaVision for sure. She's watching Cecil Hotel. Oh, I already yeah. finished that. It's good. But I won't let her watch it at night. because I- Oh, Caitlin is. I thought yeah. you said she, me. No, no, Caitlin is. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to be scared before I go to sleep. So, yeah, right? It'd be scary, right? It's a little bit scary. That's why I told her. She's mm-hmm. like, Stop. she's like, no, let me watch it. And then, but so it's she, also like not in your house. It's about a hotel in LA. Well, so monsters, you're safe. monsters at a lake with the chainsaw aren't in my house either. And I still get scared <laughs> of that. You know? It's more about the history of the hotel. If you have a scary history things in your home, that's what would be weird. That's when it would be scary if you knew you bought a house at a discounted price because someone was killed in it. Ooh. Then I would be scared. <laughs> uh, so I don't watch Cobra Kai at night, and she doesn't watch Cecil Hotel. You get oh. scared of Cobra Kai? No, but we kind of <laughs> yeah. made a deal. She's like, then, then oh. we can't watch Cobra Kai. <laughs> but Cecil Hotel's only four episodes. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, good. She can get through that then. Yeah. Uh, time marches on Lunchbox? Oh, uh, yeah. So I was on a walk the other day, and this person had a wind chime that sounded amazing. And they were sitting on their front porch, oh, and I was yeah. like, so tell me all about this wind chime. Where did you get it? Because that music that it makes is brilliant. <laughs> and I went home and looked up the wind chime, and it might be on order. 
Action That's Channel. funny. That's legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of need one to go with my bird feeders. Oh, they're great. Amy, I can give you a good recommendation. This show has aged <laughs> since we started. I'm so embarrassed. You guys got to understand. Everybody gets older. I used to think I wouldn't. When I started, I was the youngest morning show host in a major market. I was 22 years old. And I was like, I will never grow old. We're here talking about wind chimes and back braces. (laughs) (laughs) Send me that link, Lunchbox. I will. Time marches on. There you go, friends. You can share your time marches on with us on our Facebook page. Raymundo has no filter in real life. I mean, he has a a bit of a filter now because I can turn his microphone on and off. But in real life, he just says whatever and sometimes inappropriate things. But this happened when we went to the hockey game and Raymundo was sitting next to Amy's daughter. Now, he didn't say anything inappropriate like that, but he was, like, trying to set Amy's daughter up with one of his nephew, what? right? Yeah, he said, he's like, hey, girl. Ha- hey, girl. By the way, hey, girl. Yeah, oh, go boy. ahead. How old are you now? 13? What up? No way. My nephew's, like, 13. Y'all want a date? <laughs> what? <laughs> Basically like that. I think I was going the pen pal route. I thought maybe he would give her some insight on what he's doing in a different state. I didn't know. Maybe that was the angle I was going for at the time, but I also had a couple drinks. So Yeah, so she immediately just said, no, I don't want to date. He's like, you don't want to <laughs> date anybody? You're not dating at all? And he's like, push. And I'm like, no, Ray. She doesn't even think about boys, and I want to keep it that way. Well, middle school, I, I was dating in middle school. I don't think we need to kid ourselves about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you think Amy's just got her head in, head in the bushes and doesn't really know what's going on? Yeah, her daughter definitely is looking at guys. Don't know if she has a boyfriend, but she's curious. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, we talk about that. I mean, there's this one boy in particular that we do talk about, but she's not, she doesn't talk on the phone with boys, which I feel you, Ray. I did. I was talking on the phone with boys in fourth grade, you know? Oh, <laughs> popular. Oh, wow. Flex. But like, I feel like my daughter's just a little bit behind. Okay. Probably. If she said, can I go on a date with this guy? A date? And his parents, his parents will be with us. Okay, if they wanted to come and pick her up and they all go to... Sure. Yes, yes. you would let that happen? Yeah, because it, would, it wouldn't be an alone date. Right, okay, but I'm saying yes. two parents, yes. her, him. Yeah, I would let that. But see, she's not even thinking about that. No, I, don't, I think maybe you don't <laughs> think she's thinking about that. Yeah, like our pastor has two boys that are around her age and they all hang out and like say yes. If him and his wife were like, hey, da-da-da-da, would like to take Stashira to get ice cream with us. I would say absolutely. Sounds great. That's just an example, Pastor Matt, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) I do have an update, too, on Eddie, um, on his Hershey's jingle. Do you have the jingle about the who's he, what's it? Here we go. Whatchamacall, it's now who's he, what's it? The crunchy peanut buttery candy bar with chocolate on it. It's got a new name, but it tastes the same. Whatchamacall So Eddie wrote that with Brandon Ray. Yep. And they didn't ask you to. You just wrote it and sent it to him. Nah, it was just random thought. Like, hey, new candy bar. Maybe they need a new jingle. But the truth is you really messed up the jingle. I did. The information's wrong. He, the, he's yep. singing about the wrong yep. stuff. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatchamacallit is not who's he what's it. Correct. It's kind of like a cousin candy bar. Uh, whatchamacallit's still around, but there's who's he what's it, which is brand new. It's like it, but it just tastes a little different. So it's not now called. Correct. Okay. Right. So the jingle's completely off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you ever talk to anyone from Hershey? Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yes. They came back and they said, hey, we just want to let you know that we've heard the jingle and we love it. They said love. Okay. And then they said, but the information's wrong. Oh. So uh, they sent me a package. And they said, hopefully this package will inspire you to write a new revised jingle 
with the correct information on it. And where's the package? It's here. Is Scuba. it coming in? Oh, Scuba. Scuba. Hand them out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll take it. Oh, oh, give me a who's a done it. No, who's he what's it? Who's he what's it? Yeah. Okay. So there's a box of whatchamacallits and a box of who's he what's it. So they send them both so we know the difference. Let me get a who's he what's it. Okay. Because I know what a whatchamacallit is. <laughs> yeah, we've all had that. Whatchamacallit's great, but, but, by the way. It's a great candy I bar. I want to compare, though. Yeah, here, grab it. Chocolatey. Oh, it's got peanut butter in this one. Does the whatchamacallit have peanut butter? Uh, it does a little bit, but it has mostly caramel in it. So okay. that's the big difference. Give me both, then. So did you write a new jingle? I did. New oh, is revised. It, is it ready? It's done, Bones. Ooh, I already opened it up. It smells so good, whatever that's it good. is. That's good. Okay. Um, Raymundo, play the new jingle. There's a new candy bar called Who's He What's It? A crunchy peanut buttery tasty treat with chocolate on it. It's got a funny name and it tastes really great. You gotta try it. The Who's He What's It? No! That's good, man. Yeah! So, have you heard oh. from them since they've... What? I like the Who's He What's It better. Have you heard from them since that about jingle? Uh, no, you're the first that's heard it. Oh, that you haven't sent that to them nope. yet? Nope, I have not sent it One out. One more time from the top. There's a new candy bar called Who's He What's It? A crunchy peanut buttery tasty treat with chocolate on it. It's got a funny name and it tastes really great. You gotta try it. The Who's He What's It? Mm. That's good. Yeah. Send it to him. I'm who's, so pumped. Who's that that's going so good? That's Brandon. So oh. good. <laughs> I bet you if they buy that. You can make six figures. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. See, six now, figures? Now, now you're getting in my head. I'm t- if they use that as a, a national campaign song. Oh, my goodness. Depending on what they want to do with it. Oh, my goodness. It's great, though. Yeah. Hey, so for starters, we got free candy bars. True. So so you guys tasted worst, it. Do you like it? Yeah, it's great. Good. It makes me think, there's a candy. <laughs> I, I come up with a one. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to start writing a day. So, Bones, so from the, the, the jingle that you heard in the description, did we match the, the description in yes, the jingle? Fantastic. Yes. Perfect. You nailed it. Good. Hey, good. Both good stories. All right. Fun. Thank you, Bones. Feel good about this. Bobby Bones The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. CMA Fest, the annual multi-day music festival in downtown Nashville, will not be happening in 2021. CMA announced the news citing the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic as the reason for the cancellation of the event for a second year in a row. Dolly Parton got the COVID-19 vaccine in Nashville. She shared the news on her Instagram, encouraging fans to go get theirs by reworking the lyrics to her song, Jolene. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. I'm begging of you, please don't hesitate. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Cause once you're dead, then that's a bit too late. <laughs> I know I'm trying to be funny now, but I'm dead serious about the vaccine. Miranda Lambert has loved getting to spend time with her husband, Brendan, in their Airstream. I've been a lot of places, but I don't get to spend a lot of time in those places. So it's been really fun to experience that with him and um, just kind of take off and go wherever we want to. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A lot of these great stories are now coming out about the big winter storm because we've had some time now to have people that are telling the stories also bounce back. But snow and ice at Texas, millions were left in the dark, no heat. One family was trying to find warmth and shelter at a hotel, but they couldn't afford the room. So deputies with the sheriff's office responded to the call because they were like, hey, they're 
trying to get in here. They don't have any money. This family had small kids, and so the cops took money out of their own pocket and paid for their room. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Right? Yeah, because they don't have to do that. They could have done the opposite and been like, kick rocks, you can't be here. But they paid for it with their own money. The sheriff's office shared the acts of kindness on the Facebook page, and obviously a lot of people are thanking the deputies like we are now too, um, but people are trying to pay it forward now by reimbursing them, and they're like, nope, this is what, we're, this is what we do. Like, we don't need to be reimbursed. Thought that story was fantastic. I love being able to share it with you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Detroit, Michigan. A man was out on parole and he was caught going 155 in a 55. They pull wow. him over. Wow. He's not supposed to be driving. He has a loaded gun in the car. So he's headed back to jail. <laughs> Just going that fast, even without the loaded gun. Jeez. Just insane. 155 and a 55. What kind of car is this, though? I what don't kind of car know. does 155 miles an hour? Uh, like I'm sure. It, I'm sure if it wasn't like a crazy Lamborghini, it's not going to be in the story. But that's. I have no interest in going really over 87. <laughs> that's an odd number. <laughs> it's but okay. just kind of where I start to feel nervous. <laughs> and then inside of a guy going, that just shows you people that make bad decisions make a lot of. It bad was decisions. a Dodge Charger. Wow, oh, they go that fast. Go 155. Wow. Ooh. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. A lot of people are asking questions about the wedding. Kayla and I are getting married later this summer. Here's a voicemail we got last night. Hey, Bobby. My girlfriend and I were discussing the tradition of the wedding garters, and we're torn on whether or not we'd like to include the tradition at our wedding, because although it is such a wedding staple, we both believe it'd be somewhat awkward. I figured (laughs) I'd call and get your thoughts on it and see if you and Caitlin were planning on doing it at your wedding. Love the show. Keep pimping joy. Hey, if you think it's awkward and you don't want to do it, don't feel like you have to do it, right? Yeah, take it out. Nobody will notice. Yeah, I don't think anyone's like, wait a minute, we can't go home. (laughs) I didn't get the garter. (laughs) They haven't thrown the garter out. Uh, We haven't talked about that. I assume, but I don't, we haven't talked about that. I mean, she'll probably throw the bouquet and then, yeah, you'll throw the garter. Uh, Oh, you're you're assuming we'll do that? I'm assuming y'all will. Okay. I have no idea. We haven't talked about it. I, I would be okay either way. If she wanted to do it, great. If she didn't, great. Like, I don't know if you, you, so sometimes people, they, the, what's awkward is the bride like kind of sits in a chair in the middle of oh, the dance so floor it's awesome. and then the guy goes over and he's like, wow, wow. And he like lifts up her skirt and like pulls the garter down her leg. And then he tosses it back to all the single men. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you don't, I don't know that you have to make a whole thing where you sit Caitlin in the yeah, that's floor. All I would under. only do that. If I could do it with my teeth. That's the way you do it. That's how you make it less awkward. You go up the dress with the teeth and you get it off the leg. I would assume it's probably, if we do it, she'll just kind of slide slide it it off off and then throw it. Yeah. Oh. Or I'll wear one. We'll switch it up. I'll wear a garter. (laughs) Stop. Um, But if you don't feel like, no one's going to miss it, is my point with that voicemail. Yeah. Which, by the way, speaking of our wedding, the artist who is going to play as, as we walk down the aisle... That she's going to be on the show in a few minutes. I'll, I'll introduce you to her coming up in a second. There's a guy in Virginia was arrested for two DUIs in less than nine hours. Less than nine hours. He was wow. going hard. Huh? Not nine days. <laughs> which even then we'd be like, dude, what's up? But a Virginia man was arrested twice in less than nine hours for driving under the influence. Travis Baker, 38, was busted just before midnight when he sideswiped another car. They found a controlled substance in his pocket. He was charged with DUI. He was released at 7.15 a.m. An hour and a half later, he crashed a box truck into the woods while intoxicated. Oh. They arrested him again. He was then held in jail without bond. Mm. 
two and nine hours. He if must have you some bailed him out, you'd be so mad. That's like terrible. you spent yeah. all that money to get him out, and then he would just went back to jail. Speaking of alcohol, now Friday's show, <laughs> Eddie will be trying the three cheap, one expensive challenge. Ooh, I with, can't wait. With wine. So we're so gonna bring in three. You're gonna have three cheap and one expensive. Okay, so I have to just guess which one's the most expensive. That's it. Love it. You're going to guess. And I was talking to Caitlin about this. She was like, I think you'll get that. Eddie kind of has a palate for wine. Mm, she, she knows. And I was like, what are you talking about? How, why, why does she think he has a palate for wine? Because he likes wine. Yeah, I, I've been drinking it for about a year and a half. <laughs> so on Friday's show, <laughs> at this time, Eddie will test three cheap bottles, one expensive. They'll all be red wines. If he wins and gets it right, he gets to keep all the wine. Ah. And we'll dub him the greatest wine taster in America. Mwah. But if he loses... The punishments we offered so far, one, he can't drink for three months. Oh, that's tough. He can't wear a hat in the studio for a week. I yeah. I told Kaylin that when she was like, I don't make him do that. That's mean. It's a mean but one. But it's a punishment, but you get to pick. Uh, the next one, you have to pay for all the wines in the game, and you have to buy everyone a bottle of the expensive wine that we used. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm now open to hearing alternative punishments. Um, who brought a punishment? I got I some. Okay, everybody has one? Uh, Lunchbox, start with yours. Give me give me your best one punishment. My best one is every time Eddie talks, he has to call Bobby Daddy for a week. <laughs> like, anytime he chimes in on that radio, Daddy, in my opinion, that is not right. Daddy, this tell me something good is about this. Mm. So every time he talks, he has to refer to you as Daddy. <laughs> Do you have a second best one? Uh, I thought you and Caitlin could go to the thrift store and buy a different dress for every day of the week. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that one. I'll, I'll consider the daddy one. Raymundo? Yeah, I have a scuba mask, and it kind of muffles your voice a little bit, so I thought he could do games for an entire week with the scuba mask on because it would kind of uh, make it a little bit more difficult for him to answer game questions. Okay. Morgan? <laughs> well, he hates olives, and since this is like a taste-testing thing, I think he should have to drink a can of olive juice. I like that. No. If he can't get it right. Because then it's, you know, the taste testing thing. That kind of fits in the, the, you know, tasting stuff. Oh, I like like that one. And you don't have to call me daddy for a week. And new listeners that tune in on like a Tuesday are like, (laughs) what's happening on this show? That's funny. Uh, but uh, Amy, I think he should give each of us a five-minute massage during the show. No, I don't, I don't want, want a massage, massage from no, Eddie. Uh, uh, gross. Okay. You want Eddie's Oils? hands all up on your body? <laughs> Maybe she does, guys. Oh. With my clothes hey, on. Hey, Amy, <laughs> we know her fantasy. <laughs> Interesting. Oh boy. Shoulders. Okay. <laughs> Shoulders. Here's what I would land on, Eddie. If you cannot pass the test, <laughs> did you like any of those? Shoulders. Ish. I've created a hybrid. If you if you win, you're the champ. You get the expensive bottle of wine. Boom. You take it home. You're the taste tester supreme. If you lose, you drink that bottle of olive juice, but you also can't drink for a week. Oh, dude. Yeah. A one week? Yeah. And that's a weekday, Monday yes. through Friday? No, Seven no. It's not a business a week. It's a full week. <laughs> okay. Including Saturday and Sunday? Yeah. All right, man. That's what you want to do. All, drinking olive juice mm-hmm. that you hate and not drinking for a week. Ooh, that's tough. I'm telling you, I might throw up with the olive juice. Good. Like, I hate We'd like for some action. <laughs> that's gross. Are you good for it? I guess if that's the rule, that's right, the rule. Friday morning, Eddie will do the three cheap, oh. one expensive wine challenge. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Brittany Spencer. Brittany, how are you? I'm good. How are you? So I brought Brittany in because we're not going to say what song she's singing, but Brittany will be singing at our wedding. And so... What? I was like, I don't know who this girl is. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I was wondering. I mean, not to be rude, but I was like, I don't know who she is. And right. that, that, that's groundbreaking stuff. I well, love it. She, she is a new artist. Um, 
And so, and you, listen, Marin shouted you out at CMAs last year. Yeah. Um, I remember giving Marin the award. I was, because we were doing the, and then she got up and she said your name. I was like, I know her. I know Brittany Spencer. Um, and Caitlin and I were talking about, hey, who do we want to sing the song when we actually walk down the aisle? And she goes, what about Brittany? And I said, that would be great. And then she called you, right? Yeah. Did we call you together or was it was just her? Um, it was just her, but you were in the background and okay, like at the end you were like, hi, Brenda. Yeah, that's together. I feel like that's together if I'm anywhere in the, yes. the, the vicinity of the phone. And so, do, we won't say it, but do you know what song you're singing? Yes. Have you practiced it at all? I did like twice. And so like, I'll just keep brushing up. Yeah. Do you feel good about it? I do. It's a beautiful song. Thank you. A little something I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write it. Lots I didn't write it. You did Don't a great worry. job. But Brittany is also just a fantastic artist. So it gave me a reason to go, hey, let's get you in. We can talk about you playing the wet. Do you feel pressure singing as we're walking down the aisle? Um, you know, I mean, I don't feel pressure. I feel honored, really. Um, and I'm just a nervous wreck usually. So, <laughs> so I'm just really comfortable or uncomfortable in my nervousness. And yeah. so, um, it's going to be a good time. I'm so happy for y'all. I really am. Thanks. You may have seen Brittany and Amy's Instagram videos. You guys wrote a song for your podcast together. Yeah, we wrote Outway, which yeah. is our theme song, just to empower people to love their bodies and enjoy all kinds of food and not stress out about that kind of stuff. But Brittany's been an awesome person in my life. We met at a grocery store. Yeah. Is that how you guys met? At a- yeah. Years ago, we met at Turnip Truck. She, yeah. So it's, it's a long story, but it's, she's been a great addition to my life because not only is she's a really special friend, but you know, I have a daughter that's adopted from Haiti. And so she has, Brittany helps me with her hair and trying to understand things that I uh, can't relate to. And she's taken the time she comes over and helps my daughter like learn how to sleep better with her straight hair. And my hair, my daughter even started going to Brittany's hair person. And so she's also a little mentor of sorts, but also a great friend. <laughs> oh, yay. But I mean, not, that's not why she's here. She's here on her own yeah. merit. <laughs> and like, that's because we've been friends for a long, long time. And, you know, I think, yeah, it's just crazy how the world If I works. were bringing her in because she was your friend, she'd have been in years ago. Right. And I never wanted, I, she's worked so hard and it's, she's here because she's amazing. I mean, yeah. And your music's great. I, I put you in the Women of Our Heart Country. Yep. That Thank show you. based on your music. And then Caitlin was like, you know, because Caitlin loves you too. And she was like, you know, it's so good. We need to get Brittany to sing it our way. Because we, we have other friends that may pop by and do a little something at the reception, right? Pop by, they'll already be there. <laughs> but she was like, it's, it's Brittany all the way. And I was like, you know what? Her music, new music's good. I've been putting it in the, the, the shows. Let's just bring her on up and make a whole day of it. Oh, I'm going to cry. Mm-hmm. I have so, too much makeup for that. <laughs> <laughs> are you nervous here today? You said you're nervous. Would you be nervous today? Or are you just cool because you're here with friends? Um, it's like a combination of both. I'm like, Amy's cool. I know her. Everyone else seems cool. And we're not. And so... I mean, just let me think you are, and it'll yeah, be okay. fine. Right, right. <laughs> um, true or false, when you came to Nashville, you were singing back up for Carrie Underwood? Did you sing back up for Carrie Underwood? Yeah, I sang back up for her twice. It wasn't as soon as I got here. Yeah. Um, I think the last time I sang for her was at the 2019 CMA Awards, and that was really cool. Is there a pressure? Because as a backup singer, you're not supposed to be noticed, right? You're supposed mm-hmm. to literally be backup. But if you mess up, you will be noticed. <laughs> so you want to do a great job, but you don't want to. It's a weird line. It is. It's like, have fun, but don't screw this up. But but Carrie's so nice. Like, I feel like if someone did mess up, she probably just, you know, be like, oh, you know, we all mess up sometimes. But she's she's so nice. You just want to do your best and give her all you've got. What is she like when she's just singing in your ears, when you're just hearing her sing raw? Um, it's, it's unreal. Honestly, that whole CMA Awards experience was unreal. Like, they raised up the curtains. 
and uh, it was like a big stage and he raised up the whole thing and like as soon as the curtains raise up we're at the edge of the stage and as it's raising up Dolly Parton just sitting right there and then Reba comes and then Carrie comes and just like what is my life right now and it's just it's uh it's just it's an honor you just kind of experience all sorts of fun weird things that you just never thought you would as a backup singer or background singer what's the proper does it matter no, I just don't want to get hit. You know, yeah, message boards are. Well, you can't believe. So, as a backup singer, do they ever tell you like, okay, don't dance too much. Like, dance a little bit, but don't dance too much. You know, you can. No. Because, like, because I, I would love to see like four backup singers and one of them just going to town, just <laughs> dancing his butt off, dancing her butt off. Because I used to watch these line dancing shows on PBS, mm-hmm. and they would all be doing a line dance at like a cowboy bar, but there was always one guy who went a little too hard, and he was doing <laughs> extra moves. He'd be like doing extra slap, slap, turn, turn. And I was like, I like that guy. <laughs> I would like to see the other backup singers occasionally. Like one of them is just going a little too hard, but they didn't give you any rules. No, they didn't really give us any rules. Like they wanted us to like give a bunch of energy, especially for the song we were doing. I think we did Drinking Alone and they just wanted the energy. And um, I mean, it was just a fun time. I've never heard anyone say like, don't do too much. But, you know, people just want to see you have fun. It's like the national anthem. You go up and do the national anthem. It is an honor to do it. You want to do so good that nobody remembers. Because if you sing it bad, everybody remembers if you mess up. If you nail the national anthem, I mean, if you go up and you do a perfect version, an NFL game, minor league baseball game, people go, that was amazing. All right, let's play the game. No one talks about it afterward. Yeah. Unless you're winning Houston in the Super Bowl, and that's like once every 50 years. Yeah. You want to go and nail the national anthem so no one remembers you nailed the national anthem. Because if you mess up the national anthem, it's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on TikTok. It's going to... So that, that to me, it's, you know, it's a job that I don't think gets enough credit, background singers. And I just realized this as I was giving my whole little speech there. Um, Brittany, I'd like to hear you sing a little bit. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Why don't we do a little bit of compassion? You guys feel good about starting with that one? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Uh, Brittany Spencer is here. You can follow her on Instagram, Brittany Spencer, Brittany with an E, Brittany Spencer. All right. Two T's. Cool, obviously. Oh. Two. When no, TB1. Well, Brittany Spears, it's just like Brittany Spears. Uh-huh. But with two T's. Okay, Brittany There you go. Spencer. Okay, Brittany, <laughs> take it away. I love it. One, two, three. If a half-empty stomach makes you angry Imagine life for people on the street If a neighbor's untamed yard can drive you crazy Imagine seeing bombs break through the concrete Image is something of importance Only when you've got anything to prove Well, the world just don't seem fair when all it's left you It's little or nothing to lose Live your life and have your fun And share it with everyone you love Raise your kids and raise your glass For every single freedom that we have And while we're looking for the next best thing to happen Heaven pray we all find some compassion Nice, Brittany Spencer, great job Thanks Tell me about that song, Compassion, what's that about? Um, 
It's about putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. Um, I wrote it when I was coming back from the UK. Just kind of something about flying between countries makes you think about your worldview. And I wanted to challenge the views that I've had and um, just find a way to be more empathetic and consider that there's a bunch of life realities that I don't know and probably never will. And um, I just want to be more compassionate. Brittany Spencer is here. You can follow her on Instagram, Brittany Spencer, uh, Brittany with an E, two T's, I've been told, two T's, to yeah. highlight that. Uh, where'd you grow up, Brittany? Baltimore, Maryland. And when'd you come to Nashville? Uh, eight years ago. You got here about when we got here. How, yeah. How's that been for you? So what's what's been the, the biggest struggle and what's been the best part about it? Um, I think, you know, this is a 10-year town and I didn't actually hear that phrase till I got here. And um, you don't believe it until like you look up and it's like eight years. <laughs> Um, but uh, that's, I guess, the challenging part. But also, you just learn a whole bunch of stuff along the way. I went to college, learned about music business, met wonderful people, and I don't know, got some life in me and got to write some songs that I think uh, I really connect with and seems to be connected with other people, too. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's like a, a two-edged sword, I guess. <laughs> How did you guys meet in the grocery store? Like, where and what? what's that conversation? Well, there. Brittany worked at Turnip Truck, and I went there, I don't know, <laughs> oh, almost okay. every day. <laughs> I was and like, when do you just pull up a, hey, uh, is that granola bar good, ma'am? <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't know how that. Well, no, but I love to get beet juice with a little bit of ginger, and there's this perfect concoction. And Brittany, in the lemon. In the lemon. Yes, that's right. And so Brittany was the only one that could make it just right. And so then we just struck up conversation, and then I was wearing... I think Pimp and Joy. She said she liked Pimp and Joy. And then I was like, well, I want to send you a hoodie. And then one time she was in the airport with her Pimp and Joy hoodie on and she ran into my brother-in-law in like Colorado. Like it was like just all these little things that kept bringing us together. And then we would DM a lot and then we started hanging out. And then here, you know, now she's like spent Thanksgiving with my family. Like we're, yeah. we're legit. It's crazy when I think back that we met at Turnip Truck. But if you ever need beet juice, Brittany's got it. <laughs> <laughs> but it also shows you, too, that, and it's not just you, it's so many of my friends and even people that, that are artists in this town. Like, you have to move here and, like, hustle and work to mm -hmm. just be able to work. Yeah. Like, you had to go work at the grocery store so you could write songs. Yep. Oh, that, I, that was one of my jobs. I've, like, done social media accounts. I've worked at juice bars. i worked at the airport. I've done, I've done everything. She currently works at Warby Parker. I do. Oh, man, I had, like... 10 pair of more parkers. You need one more time. glasses, you know, let I me can. know. Shout well, out. I got you. It's blowing up for you, though, just on our side of it. Obviously, you're here on the show, but you're going to be the featured artist on the countdown. You're going to on the women's show. I see you on CMT. Like, think, yeah. do you feel like things now are starting to pop a little bit? They are. Um, it's a. Uh, it's a really humbling feeling. Things are like kind of taking off and it's really fun because like, I mean, during the pandemic, everything is happening from behind a screen. I'm like in pajamas looking at my phone during the, the best moments. And it's like, is it real? Is it not real? But it is real. And uh, and then the next day I go to work. Yeah. And it's the best thing. I love it. Tell, I, tell, tell the mom. Or, sorry. Why am I nervous? Tell the story about your mom. I think that's a cool part of, I mean, your family has championed you. And I mean, Brittany's she's she's a black woman and like her mom is the one that told her when other people were saying you 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 can't do country music and her mom was like yes you can and bought you a pair of cowgirl boots yeah she and, did and believed in you and said you could do it and that's what 
she, you were in an article, mm-hmm. right? Or your mom was in the news, and your mom was like, "I can't believe it." I oh. love when Amy tells my whole story too. That's great. <laughs> no, she's no, like, she's like, tell great. the story, and then she tells every part of it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. you tell it. You just you listen. Tell it. You tell it. Well, you said it. I like it. I got to listen. <laughs> Sorry, I love. It. I just well, because I knew you needed to be weird about telling a story, but I so I thought I'd do it for you. But oh, never mind. <laughs> no, it's wonderful. You, that was incredible. Yeah, my mom. She always believed in me. She uh, she got me a class ring because I'm not like really into like holidays and and all the things like I was pissed I had to go to my high school graduation because I had a gig that day but she (laughs) I didn't take graduation photos or anything but she got me a class ring and on one side was a cowboy hat and the other side was like a pair of cowboy boots she got me my first pair of like cowboy boots and she just always believed in me she said that God told her I wouldn't be with her for a long time in Baltimore and uh, so when I call her now and tell her like the different things happen and she just she's like oh yeah and she's just so calm and I'm just like are you excited? She's like, yeah, I just, I just knew this was going to happen. She expected it. Yeah, but there was one thing I told her about recently, and she like lost her mind. Oddly enough, I was calm. I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen. She was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, girl, kill, calm, calm, calm down. It's fine. And uh, But it's, it's fun to kind of just watch her. And those articles that came out, that was like the best thing for me because I get weirded out like talking about myself and like seeing things about myself, but I finally got to send something like, hey, read this. This is about you. And she she loved that. Brittany Spencer's here. We're going to do one more, and I want to play the uh, cover you guys did of Crowded Table by the High Women. Because this thing went uh, viral. Yeah. Right? And that's that's kind of a weird feeling when all of a sudden you start to get a bunch of people going, hey, we like this person we've never met in our life, and we've never heard of her, but let's mm-hmm. spread the video. Yeah. So where did you record this this video? Um, On my couch. Yeah. <laughs> Chilling. I had just gotten that romper. Side note, I had just gotten that romper, the jean one, and I was like, oh, I want to wear it. And so, you know, I saw... Um, I think I saw like Jimmy Fallon the night before and they had just got finished playing it. And I just thought, man, this is such a warm song and watching the togetherness and like, you know, people kind of be with each other. You know, I live in a studio apartment and during the pandemic, you know, I've just, it's been me and I watched it and I thought, oh, that's fun. I love it. And it made me feel warm and I posted it online and uh, Marin and Amanda Shire so graciously reposted it and invited me to come sing with them. And I honestly still can't believe it's real. And that was like five months ago. It's insane. All right, let's play a little bit of that. Here is Brittany Spencer doing Crowded Table by the High Women. You can hold my hand When you need to let go I can be your mountain When you feel valley low I can be a streetlight Showing you the way Cause you can hold my hand When you need to let go Hey, I want a house With a crowded table And a place by the fire For everyone Let us take When the day is done. Nice. Brittany Spencer. Thank you. Hey, congratulations on everything. Thank um, you. Brittany is, will be singing as Caitlin and I walk down the aisle. Caitlin no, walks down the aisle. You're no, already no, no, I'll be walking too. <laughs> the whole time. 
I want to walk back and forth as you sing. That's the goal is that I don't stop walking. I don't walk down the aisle. <laughs> what about when I walk to get to my spot? You, you no. guys come from the back and they just line up. Well, when I come from the back, sing some Weezer. And then... <laughs> I got you. Okay, thank you. I didn't know that. I thought I was going to walk down the aisle. Well, I mean, you can. It's your wedding. You do you. Whatever. We, I think we've learned that this is your wedding. You don't have to do traditionally what... Huh. Walk down the aisle. You ever see Pink in her shows when she swings on that thing? Oh. Up on the door? Awesome. What if I did yes. that down the aisle? Do it. That'd be killer. That's I what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys follow Brittany Spencer. Really excited for you. It actually was a little harder for you to get on the show because you were a close Amy's close friend. I was always like, we can't bring friends up. But then you're just no. killing it but, so yeah, much. But yeah, I never asked for it. She also. never once asked for it, ever. Mm-hmm. Which thank I'd be you. mad about, honestly. I would pull no, her no, aside and be like, no. how did you not ask? I'd be mad for you. But, <laughs> but Amy, thank you for not doing it. And thank you for having me. Y'all are awesome. My, I, my nerves are like gone now because it's over. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brittany Spencer. There's Brittany. Good to see you. That Nice job. Here's a voicemail we got last night. Hey, Bobby, I took your recommendation on the Uncle Ben's Zesty Mexican-style beans. They were awesome. My kids refused to try them, but they want to say hey anyway. Hi, Bobby. Thanks for the recommendation. Bye. Uh, This is not a commercial. Uncle Ben's has not reached out to me. We were just looking for beans for tacos, and I said, let's get the beans in the bag right there. Or maybe she did. But I was like, what's the easiest beans? And so we bought them in this plastic bag. All you do is slightly tear open. You put them in the microwave for 90 seconds. You finish the tear up. You do another 60 seconds. And they're zesty beans. They're great. They're I like a blue bag. Oh, they're blue? Okay. Blue with like a little red square on it. Yeah, but I make looked. sure you get the zesty. Zesty. Mm. Mexican. Yeah, fantastic. Cheap, quick, tasty. Can't go wrong with that. Uncle Ben's hit me up. Let's do some commercials. <laughs> the Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So the first ever space hotel is slated to be in business come 2027. What? Maybe by then it'll be normal. One of our flying cars will just go north. Oh, that'd be great. We're talking 2027. <laughs> that's, not that. that's what I'm saying. It's not that far, so that's not going to happen. Hey, Scuba, what's up with the space drawing? When does Lunchbox go into space? So I talked to the people at St. Jude. They did the drawing officially on Monday. It wasn't like a live drawing. No one could view or watch it. But they said if we were the winner, they would contact us in the next couple of weeks to start training for space. So Lunchbox was put in how many times? Wow. He's put in with, uh, I think I got a bonus, I think 3,000 entries I got out of it. Wow. What, what do you mean a bonus? Why was there a bonus? Because if you buy a certain amount, they gave you an extra bonus uh, amount for like Ooh. five bucks more. So oh. I put five bucks in for it. That's awesome. So we spent $200. Correct. Collected our money, and then they gave us a bonus. So somehow that ended up in 3,000 entries. Seems fishy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems really fishy. It's <laughs> uh, a big bonus. I mean, <laughs> I've got some bonuses in my day. Nothing like that. <laughs> so they've already drawn. Yes. And if they drew his name, we'll know by not this Friday, but let's say next Friday. I would say yes, and I'll be pressing for an answer. I would just press for a they come on. Here's what we should do. Okay. They should come on and tell us yes or no on next Friday's show, even if it's no. Okay. Alright, cool. We just want to beat the release of who it is. We don't have to, they don't have to say who it is, but we have them on and oh. they have to tell us yes or no if Lunchbox is going to space. Alright, so Because we bought, honestly, we did everything by the rules. We did, yes. We bought it. We paid money for it. And hopefully, I got a lunchbox. One small step. (laughs) (laughs) That would be crazy. Lunchbox, once you go, it'll be like no big thing. You would would be famous for this, though. You want to be famous so Uh, bad. Yeah, I'd be famous because I'd be uh, one of the four people that died in space. (laughs) Yay. Congratulations. lost, didn't come back. Yeah. What else, Amy? Okay. Uh, Reese's (laughs) is rolling out a new candy for peanut butter lovers, and I cannot wait for this. It's going to be called the Reese's Ultimate Peanut Butter 
Lover's Cups. This is the first time. Yeah. (laughs) Put that on a package. This is the first time in, like, I guess the 90 year history of Reese's Candy that they have made a peanut butter cup without chocolate. Sounds disgusting. So it's peanut butter in the middle with a peanut butter coating on the outside, and it sounds amazing. It's just a glob of peanut butter, it sounds like. Guys, there's peanut butter in the middle, there's peanut butter on the outside. But the the coating is like the chocolatey coating, like the texture of the chocolate, but it's peanut butter. So it's two different Uh, textures. I don't like peanut butter. All right, what else? Okay. Well, selfies are having a negative impact on mental health. I'm sure that's no secret to anybody here, but there's a group of people that are rallying specifically against people using filters and posting them. And they're trying to start a movement and make it like a big thing because plastic surgeons are like, yeah, I mean, people compare themselves online anyway, but now they're comparing themselves to people with filters. So we just got to cut this out. I mean, the plastic surgeons, they don't really care because they want the business, but like mental health doctors are saying cut it out. Some of those filters really do mess with you in a good way. Like I'll, I'll be like, dang, look at me. But then that's <laughs> and then in a bad way. you want to do way. the whole talking while on that. <laughs> yeah, and? Uh, Gwen Stefani, Kelsey Ballerini, and Cardi B are set for iHeart International Women's Day special. So that's going to be something cool that you want to check out on March 8th. It's called iHeartRadio Presents See Her, Hear Her. And I think it's awesome. It's a live one-hour special on iHeartRadio's YouTube and Facebook pages at 8 p.m. That's uh, March 8th. That's Monday. Is it 8 p.m. Eastern? A- APM everywhere. Yeah, yeah, across all the time zones. The, that's right. They're called time they're zones. Called. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Monday, 8 p.m. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So I got a shout out to 92-year-old Leroy Kostka. Because he was out shoveling neighbors' driveways in three-degree weather. And, yeah, you heard me correctly. He's 92. Wow. Yeah. Him and his wife, they are loved in their neighborhood. Everyone just thinks they're the greatest. The 20-year-olds do. The other 80-year-olds near them do. And, I mean, goes to show why they're such loved neighbors. I mean, he's out there shoveling snow to make sure that people can get on their walkways and their driveways. Can we protect this guy? Yeah. As he's shoveling, can someone spot him in case he falls? <laughs> oh, just for sure. Case. Yeah. Just, I love it. But let's make sure he's also taken care of. That's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here are your top three songs in country music this week. At number three, Nico Moon. And just trying to have a good time. Yeah. We just trying to catch a good time. Kind of mess those lyrics up a little bit, but you know what I meant. Pass that bottle around the campfire. Sipping apple pie moonshine. Good, huh? I love it. Love it. At number two, Parmalee and Blanco Brown, Just The Way. I love you just the way God made you. Girl, he don't make mistakes. What you call your imperfections, I call beautiful, babe. And at number one, another number one for Luke Bryan. Here is Down To One. We were down to one Number one pop song. Can you name it? You can. The biggest pop song right now. I would need a hint. What's the song that everybody sings? That's the problem right now. This song's in my head. Okay, will you turn this all the way down, Ray? Go ahead. <laughs> the song everyone sings. I still can't doubt it. Eddie? Yeah, driver's license. Yeah. Oh, that still. I know we weren't perfect, <laughs> but singing it. I've never felt this way for no got my driver's license last week. <laughs> now you're singing it. It's like we always talked about. 
Uh, and the number one hip hop song is from CJ. It's called Whoopty. Whoopty. Tell my side of some movie. I like any song about blue cheese. I don't know <laughs> okay. what format. If it's got blue cheese, it's got me. Okay. All right, let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny. The morning corny. A cop pulled me over and said, papers. <laughs> I yelled, scissors, and drove off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that was the morning corny. Don't try that at home. That's funny. Okay, there mm. you go. <laughs> Since Raymundo, our audio producer, was named Employee of the Month, he gets to pick any segment he wants to do. He has raised his hand. Today, you want to do your segment. Yep. What did you choose for the segment you bring into the show? So I want to do my man minute, and I want to do it on making fires. Okay. He's going to do a minute, which is... Why would you call this the man minute, you say? Uh, it's, I mean, it's a pretty manly thing to do, right? Okay. Mm. I don't, just letting you say that. <laughs> I guess. Let's get manly. It's the man minute with Raimundo. <laughs> so I was over at my buddy's house, and I realized that not a lot of guys, women, know how to make fires. I'm from the north, and we sit outside all the time making fires, so it's really simple. I'm going to break it down for you guys. The main thing is to have a base of paper, and the paper you twist, it's usually going to be newspaper. But that's your very base of your fire. Then you're going to make a little teepee. And this isn't with the huge logs. This is kindling. That's your next thing, the teepee of kindling. And then the outside is the actual big logs. So you're almost going to make essentially two teepees and then paper at the bottom. It's very simple, and it ignites the entire thing you're dealing with. I was with my buddy, and he just threw the log down and lit it, and I go, dude, that's never going to work. you got to go with the teepee. And he did it, and there was a fire in two minutes. It sounds like you were saying women didn't know how to make fires. Uh, there was about five of us, and we were 0 for 5 on people that knew how to make fires. That's when I had to step in. And that's why I just did the Man Minute. That was the Man <laughs> Minute with Raymundo. All I'm saying was, that could, that could be a little sexist, huh? Yeah, but I think he straightened it out by saying people in like different regions, depending on where you've grown up, if you're used to making a fire or not. Men or women. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's the man minute. He That's what he wanted to use his yeah. Uh, yeah, one yeah, segment. Yeah. Employee of the month. That was what you brought. Here's what you do to really make a fire. You take a, like a, a square battery, right? If you what? have one with you. And you take a Brillo pad. That's all you got to take. You talk and you touch them. A little Stop it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying this today. And a little poof of fire will happen. And then that you can light whatever you need to light with it. If it's kindling. But you don't have to light. that. That's your fire right there. Is this Arkansas or Bear Grylls? Uh, Bear Grylls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, had to think, I had to think back. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Ray's advice, like if you're in the wilderness, you don't have newspaper to burn. He's no, like, but you go to the newspaper stand. It's on the corner of <laughs> right. rock and tree. <laughs> you can leave, I guess. You can do leaves. Uh, Raymundo, thank you. Yeah, you guys let me know on Instagram and Twitter, at uh, Raymundo <laughs> if that worked out for you. <laughs> Get that plug in. I love it. I bet you we could bring up a woman that could beat Ray at starting a fire. Totally. I just felt like you were like, a lot of women out there don't know. Didn't mean it to be like that. Okay. I should have said people in the South. Yeah. <laughs> I think they know how to I think people in the South know how to make I a fire. I think people in the South, we grew up out in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. I'm confused. But there you go. There's the Man Minute with Raymundo. You know, we talked about George Strait's house. It's listed for $7.5 million. It's a few miles outside of San Antonio. Well, Lunchbox decided to call as one of his alter egos. This time, it's Jason Gibble. And to buy George Strait's house... He just uses a bunch of George Strait's lyrics. Now, did the realtor catch on? Did they get upset? 
Here we go. See if you can point out the song references in the clip. Hit it. Hello? Hey, this is Jason Gibble, and uh, I was uh, calling about 10 Davenport. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, Jason Gibble here, businessman making business deals, trying to get that money. You know, my friends call me the fireman, so I was just trying to see if you could <laughs> give me some more information on 10 Davenport. Yeah, sure. It's actually, it's three bedroom in the main house, and it has a detached casita, which makes it four bedrooms, and like seven bathrooms, um, and it's on 12 acres. Baby, write this down. Take a little note. Jason Gibble, <laughs> he's going to buy that house. Oh, is he? I, I cross my heart. I promise to pay cash. Awesome. Would you want to send your proof of funds to my email? Do you think I'm going to like this house? Can you, I mean, is it a beautiful house? Check yes or no. I'm going to go ahead and check yes. So exactly like in location to downtown San Antonio, where is it in San Antonio? Can I make it to Amarillo by morning? Okay. Maybe, maybe not, but it's about 25 minutes in San Antonio. But you can see San Antonio from the bathtub upstairs. All right. Take it or leave it. I'm going to say Seven million dollars, and this is where the cowboy rides away. You know what? I bet I could get him to take it. All right. Well, this is a pleasure. I'm, I'll be looking forward to your proof of funds, and I can't wait to show yeah, you. Yeah, and house. if you could email me at jasongibble69 at hotmail.com. <laughs> Not, no problem, Mr. Gibble. I look forward to it. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> you bet. She was amused. Yeah, she handled that well. We know all the references, right? Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I mean, he was right on the nose with a lot of them. Fireman. <laughs> hey, write this down. Baby, write this, uh, write this down. Check this or no. That's fine. My favorite one was, can I get to Amarillo by morning? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so random. <laughs> you know what I learned, though, is it's not a three-bedroom. The, the attached part is four other bedrooms. The casita. Because I was like, well, how is this a three-bedroom house? They didn't list the other four when I read it. No, it's the the casita makes it four bedrooms total. Casita. Oh, it's not seven bedrooms No, total? a casita is a little tiny house off of the you house. Are, this is insane. So it's a four-bedroom. It's a $7 million house with only four bedrooms. But, but it is on 12 acres. And, and you, you can, can see, see all of San Antonio. San Antonio. And you can see San Antonio from the bathroom. I'm, I get all that. <laughs> Just amazed the house would cost that much only have four bedrooms. Nice job, Lunchbox. According to a new government study, almost 20% of avocados have traces of dangerous bacteria on the outer skin. So they're like, people are eating avocados for health reasons, but at times they're not understanding the bacteria that can be on the outside of it and they're getting sick and not knowing where it's coming from. Interesting. A lot of people are washing their avocados but they say make sure you wash for 10 to 20 seconds underwater, hot water, to get rid of the bacteria. I need to do that. But we're not eating the outside of the no, skin. No, but think about it, Eddie. My kids love eating avocados like just straight with a spoon. And But I will take it out of the fridge, not wash it, and I will cut it, and then I'll put it on their plate. And then their spoon, and then it's on their plate. And then maybe when they pick it up, other food is there on the plate. Do you know what I mean? I like guess. it's easy for the bacteria to transfer that's interesting. I gotta start scrubbing down my avocados. Listeria is what what we get from it, which is yeah. nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, muscle Ugh. ache. So wash your avocados. That's the more you know. A little public service <laughs> for you there. <laughs> Let's play another round of the Bobby Feud. Let's go. Welcome to you. Yeah. Here we go. The question is: Top things people do once a week. Or there are ten answers on the board. If you get the number one answer, you get one point. Got it. The easier it is to get, the less points you get. Understand. Per- person with the most points at the end wins. The Bobby Feud will be the champion until next week. Eddie, you're up first. All right, come on. Name something that people only do once a week. I'm going to go, I think, with the easiest on here. 
Uh, give me wash bed sheets. Oh, I don't please, think that's on, on there. Please, please. Wait, what? Wash oh. your bed sheets. That's probably an eh. I don't think that's a bad one. Isn't that kind of what you always yeah, say? Like it's like once, once a week. week. I do like once a month. No, no. The fact that you were first up and you missed. That's not good. <laughs> Bones, this is a hard category. Do you know, I just got invited to go back and do Family Feud again. I had to turn it down because of American no. Idol schedule. I was so disappointed. Dang, and you said you were going to take me this time. Dang. I was so disappointed. Uh, Amy. Uh, have sex. Hmm. I got that one. The- what? Oh, I just... Was- huh. All right. I mean, I don't know. I know. Awkward. <laughs> Lunchbox? Dine out. Yeah. yeah. Let me see here. Show me dine out. At number six. Boom! Six boys. What? Boys coming out of the gate. Swinging! What? All right, Lunchbox. Five things are bigger than... Name something people only do once a week. Call their parents. Talk to relatives. Nah, you talk to them every day. Oh, good one. Uh, Show me call their parents or talk to relatives. Eddie. Eddie, don't. Uh, me. You had the first <laughs> pick and you got it wrong. All right, here we go. I, I'm This is 100%. Give me get gas. What? Wait, I have once that. a week? Fill up your car. I have once that. a week. I have to do that more than once a week, I guess. What? Oh. It's not on there. Just by that comment. Show me get gas. <laughs> Amy, name things uh, people do once a week. Go to the grocery store. That's good. Yeah, that's real good. Okay. Show me go to the grocery store. Number two answer. Yes. Okay, not gas. Right, you had that? Yeah, I did. Not Okay. <laughs> it does eating out or dining out, is that the same thing as going on a date? Mr. What, uh, Harvey? I wouldn't say that it's just Okay, yeah, because a date could be putt putt. Okay. Um going on a date. Yeah, good one. Show me going on a date. Oh, wow. Amy, I would have bet money on that. Me too. Wow. Okay. Eddie went a little too specific, I feel like. Mm -hmm. He said change the bed sheets. I'm going to say do laundry. Laundry once a week. Do laundry, wash clothes. Yeah, once a week. Wash clothes. No. Okay. Survey says... Hey, what did you guys say? I couldn't hear you guys. Eddie, I don't, what they were you must saying? not have kids. What were you guys saying? saying? Were you guys I mean, saying no? Just, cool. Three points for Lunchbox. It's number three answer on the board. Unbelievable. What else do I do? Lunchbox has got nine points. He's dominating right now. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody says they exercise every day, but a lot of people only get it done once a week. Give me exercise. Show me exercise. Yeah. Once a week. What, what guys couldn't hear you guys? Were you guys saying no again? Were you guys saying what number was that? Number ten. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. Oh, sorry, I'm just you know. You're stalling. They were hating on you too, lunch. I mean, they were hating every time Eesh. I say something. They say no, no, no. Eesh. All right. Okay. Now, people do this once a week. We uh, have ten answers on the board. There are six answers left. Once a week, they. Let's say watch a movie. I got that. Show me watch a movie. Oh. By the way, the game ends if we get three X's in a row if that person doesn't get it to begin with. Eddie? Okay, this one's for sure. I got this one now. Go see your therapist. Amy, that's for you. What up? Once a week. Let's go. I do that more than once a week. Oh, great. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Show me therapy. What? (laughs) I don't get it. 
Eddie, you have zero points. Uh, zero. Eddie's <laughs> <laughs> been struggling on this Man. one. Um, Amy. Yeah. The top things people do only one time a week. Water plants. Your plants. The are plants. Good. They you water them once a week. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Show me water plants. Woo! What is Gar- it? Gardening. We, yes. we, we take that as gardening. Yeah, we do. All right, that is oh. eight points. Dang, she makes a comeback right like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's still down. She only got 10 points. I you know, that's still, I don't like that. Amy, okay. you're up. Well, so, uh, wash their hair. Uh, no. What? what? No. <clears throat> Women, we dry shampoo. Lunchbox? Well, I don't know if this counts as gardening, but <laughs> mow the grass. That's the death count as gardening, so I'll let you guess again. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see. Top things people do only one time a week. Oh, vacuum. Clean the floors, mop, vacuum, house chores, whatever you call that. Show me, clean the house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Number four. There are still four answers on the board. There's enough points for somebody to turn it around, but it's going to be tough. Okay, what else do you only do once a week? Guys, something I like to do every day. Take a nap. Show me. No. Oh, he's looking, Ray's looking at me, too. He's going to say no. Show me take a nap. Oh. Oh. oh, oh. I got it. Is it my turn? No, it's no. Eddie. Eddie. I got it. Go ahead. Bones, thanks for the hint. Yeah. Give, not take a nap, but give me sleeping in. Yes, that's Show it. Show me sleeping in. Yeah. You're welcome, Eddie. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, now is where it gets tough. All right, there are three <laughs> answers left on I, the board. I mean, Eddie, I, I had to give you an answer. There right, is number, number one. Number seven and number nine. Number one. The number one answer is still on the board. Once a week. The number one answer? Mm-hmm. Once a week, something people do once a week. Oh. Okay. All right, here we go. I'm going to go with... Oh, gosh, I don't know if this is right or not, but give me pizza night. Pizza night. Show me pizza night. <laughs> All right, there's one X. Amy? Okay, this should happen more than once a week, but floss teeth. Show me floss teeth. What? I, mean, I thought you celebrated like you had it. Because, well, I thought I did. I mean, what else <laughs> is I there? When I tell you guys this one, you're going to like, oh, duh. Really? Once yeah. a week? Once a week. Once a week. Listen to your favorite podcast. Show me podcast. <laughs> All right, speed round. You have five seconds until the game shuts down. You got it. Eddie, go. All right, clip your nails. Incorrect. <laughs> Amy. <laughs> Exfoliate. Lunchbox. Wash your car. Incorrect. (laughs) What? What? The winner with 23 points. Lunchbox is the winner of the feud. Let's go. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind. I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there. And they stay there. What about play games? Here we go. Your number nine answer was drink beer or alcohol. Oh, no. That would have got you nine points. At number seven, it's take out the trash. Oh, duh. And your number one answer was go to church. Oh, Oh, no. 
idiots. Well, some people go on Wednesday Yeah, night. I go twice yeah, a week. Come on, most stop. go once. Oh. There you go. Lunchbox on winner, though, on the feud. Nice job. Nice job. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. 911 call comes in, and all they hear is a toddler playing on the phone. They're like, hey, what's your emergency? What's your emergency? No response. Like, man, we better go check that out. A deputy responds to the scene and finds a toddler wandering around in the parking lot. No clothes, no adult supervision. Wow. And he sees an apartment door open. Sheriff goes and looks. And he sees the kid's toys, and he goes inside, and that's where he finds his father unconscious. He starts doing chest compressions. Oh. oh. Saves the man's life. So this toddler called 911, though? They don't know if he was just playing on the phone and accidentally called 911, or if he knew how to call 911 but didn't know how to talk, but it saved the dad's life. I also thought, too, like the dad was asleep or... You know, or something worse, but they saved the dad like something medically. Had something happened medically had happened. He had fallen unconscious, and the sheriff saved his life. You know what? I'm giving credit to the toddler or a mystery dog. Why like, not? I like both of those. Why not? Dogs or toddlers save the day. <laughs> That's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, what do you guys have to say? 877 77 Bobby. 877 77 B O B B Y. That's a phone number. Let's go to the news. Bobby's Big Story. Dolly Parton gets vaccinated for COVID-19. Finally, the country legend shared a photo of herself. I watched a video, too, like three minutes long of just Dolly getting vaccinated. (laughs) And I was interested in every second of it. Uh, The tweet said, Dolly gets her own medicine. Quote, finally going to get the vaccine. I'm so excited. Uh, Here's a clip. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. I'm begging of you, please don't hesitate. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Because once you're dead, then that's a bit too late. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm trying to be funny now, but I'm dead serious about the vaccine. And yesterday, it was said that by the end of May now, they, they, they keep moving it up because people keep agreeing to produce the vaccine more and more. By the end of May, every single adult in America will be able to have the vaccine. Woo. And listen, even if you're not a vaccine person, that's great news because everything in the country is not fully going to be available until that vaccine is readily available. So you can be a no vacciner, anti-masker, or whatever you want to be, and and God love you, but everything's not going to open, period, until everyone's able to get the vaccine. You're talking about music festivals. You're talking about massive concerts. Life. Life in general. And it's slowly opening back up, and I love it. I can't get enough of it, but we got to stay careful. We're almost there. We're we're almost back. We can see the freaking finish line. (laughs) Let's just not turn around and run the other way, you know? All right, more news. Bobby's other story. The National Weather Service accidentally issued a tornado warning for more than a million people's cell phones in Arkansas, Missouri, and Kansas yesterday. It was only supposed to be a test. Cell phones across these states screech. You know how the thing comes on? It's like... And you're like, what's happening? It hits mine with flooding when it rains here big time. It, and I'm like, or an amber alert. It'll start beeping on my phone. But it did this yesterday. And people in Arkansas, Missouri, and Kansas were like, it don't even feel like a tornado. And that's weird. Ugh. So they got it. Uh, apparently, again, they were just trying to send out a test. Listen, I've been there in a weird way. I've kind of been down this accidental <laughs> EAS <Yeah>. street. <laughs> Dr. Oz saved a man's life at an airport using CPR and a defibrillator. It was at the Newark airport. The guy collapsed face down at the baggage claim, and the doctor was there. Sources close to Dr. Oz tell TMZ he rolled the man over Monday night, cleared his airway, and began to give him CPR before using the defibrillator. 
The guy flatlined, and Dr. Oz shocked him back to life as a huge crowd watched it happen. Wow. What? This sounds like a TV show. There were no other doctors there, but a Port Authority police officer was there who helped Oz continue CPR while Oz cleared the guy's airway. It appears the guy might have suffered a heart attack. He is now recovering at a New Jersey hospital. He's doing okay. They're waiting test results. Oz is in touch with the man's wife, who was traveling with him at the time. The best part, Dr. Oz didn't tell the cop helping him exactly who he was. He just said he was a doctor and just kept doing it. He was like, help me, I'm a doctor. Huh. We do have Dr. Oz on tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, wow. called him. Um, he was going to come on right now, but he's taping his show literally right now. So he's going to come on tomorrow. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. And finally, Cheeto Dust helps nab a burglary suspect. <laughs> Oklahoma police say they caught a burglar thanks to, well, Cheeto Dust in her teeth. <laughs> Sharon Carr was arrested for reportedly breaking into a Tulsa home after officers responded to a 911 call. The homeowner identified Carr as the person who came in through an open window, leaving bottled water and an open bag of Cheetos in the home. Police say she was found with Cheeto residue in her teeth, and they went, yeah, that's you. It'll get you every time. The woman is now facing a charge of first-degree burglary, which leads me to my question. What food is so good... It's almost worth going to jail over. <laughs> Pizza. I don't know. Cheetos are pretty 100%. awesome. 100%. <laughs> what is that food for you? Um, like, I like the In-N-Out burger. If I'm going to get a burger, that's really great. Like, what's the, what's the great food? I like Funyuns if I'm on a road trip. <laughs> and I only eat Funyuns on a road trip. But I, love, I love to get Funyuns and Cherry Suckers and Propel Waters. Like, that's my road trip Wow. Little little mm. mixed bag there. You're like a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I, there are no rules when driving. When you're on the road for more than six hours, nothing counts. You're just trying to stay. Survive, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you? Uh, peanut M&Ms for me or if, yeah, do waffle fries maybe from Chick-fil-A or something. Eddie? Oh, pizza. Dude. Pizza Hut, pizza, pan pizza, pepperoni, mushroom. That's my go-to 24-7. You know what I've been doing? Because I, pe- I love thin crust pizza, pepperoni. But I've been adding banana peppers now to the pizza. And I hate peppers in general. The only pepper I can really eat is a banana pepper. And you like it? I love it. Wow. I always wondered why Papa John's would put that in the pizza box. I'm like, that's trash. You know where I really started to like them was Olive Garden. We would go to Olive Garden every week. And when you get soup and salad, they put all those pepperoncinis in there. Or pepperoncinis, yeah. whatever they're called. <laughs> which is basically a banana pepper. Almost the same thing. And so now I get them on pizza too. And I think that's also a time marches on when you start putting vegetables <laughs> yes. on your pizza. Let's go over and go to line three in Oklahoma. I don't see a name up on the screen, but let's put them up here. Hey, what's happening? Hello? Hey, how are you? Oh my gosh. Hi. Hi. Hi, studio. Hey. Hi. Hey, oh. what's your name? It's not written up here on the screen. It just says you're in Oklahoma. Uh, my name is Nita. Hey, Nita. You're on the air. Okay, um, I just had an idea to pitch to you guys for a Tell Me Something Good segment to where you have your callers call in and tell you something good that's happening in their community. Yeah, we should do that a little bit. Um, and it was fine. And we, we just weren't getting enough of them or people would get too nervous and not be able to really tell their story. But we encourage people to call if something's going on in their life. It's amazing anyway because we'll put those calls on and, and just do a segment about it. You know, the other day we were talking about a kid in Wichita who – trying to remember he was doing something and giving money back through like raising money a way a kid does and the news in wichita heard the story on our show and then did a whole whole story on him oh Oh, that's that's awesome yeah (laughs) i don't remember exactly the story i think it was a mom who called and said that like her kid or her nephew was doing something 
And so it was like one of these, one of these good news stories where someone just calls and goes, hey, I want to share this with you. And then the news in town heard and goes, hey, we're listening to the Bobby. They say it on the news. They're like, we're listening to the Bobby Bones show. And in town, we found this kid. <laughs> That's awesome. And they now, did a whole story on him. The, another story out of Kansas, too, makes me think of like years ago, back in 2013, as a feel-good story, tell me something good. I did something about the world record being broken in Wichita for the most hunger relief meals packed. Then the people that did the event reached out, and then we did the event here, and now Nashville, hold, we hold the record. The Bobby Bone Show and our listeners, we hold the record. It's kind of crazy. Well, Anita, we kind of always encourage people to do that, it Just and we just talk about it like it's you know just another segment because we hope the show is, for the most part, always making you feel good one way or the other. So, But we appreciate that call. I hope you're having a good day. Yes, thank you. All right, see you later. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Hey, you guys, check out the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. Uh, she has Kaylee Shore on. It's like a crossover episode. So if you're looking for a new podcast, let me recommend The Velvet's Edge, especially if you're you know, a woman like 25 to 45. I think it's kind of right up your alley. So Velvet's Edge with Kelly Henderson. Uh, Kaylee talks about what it was like when her she lost her sister to a heroin overdose. And so she talks cool. about that in the podcast. Wow. So two, you know, two women that are, are really good at what they do. The Velvet's Edge podcast. <laughs> I was reading this story about Alec Baldwin. He's 62 years old, and he's having babies still. He, he got remarried. They have six kids now. They have a 7-year-old, a 5-year-old, a 4-year-old, a 2-year-old. They had a baby five months ago, and they had another baby a couple days ago. What? So they're adopted? Yeah. Well, th- th- well, that's where the story comes from. They're not adopted at all. Um, so Alec and Hilaria Baldwin just welcomed their sixth kid together. He has another kid. Ireland's like 25 or 28. So he has a, a kid from uh, from a different wife. Surprise fans kept asking over and over again, hey, what's up with this baby? You had one five months ago, and now you're having another one. Well, she also follows a surrogacy place on Instagram, so people think that while she was pregnant, she also hired a surrogate to have another baby. Ah. And Alec Baldwin was just getting irritated at everybody going, hey, tell us the real story. It's like, you don't deserve the real story. Who are you? You're just an Instagram follower. (laughs) He's like, shut the blank up. Right. (laughs) People on Instagram think they have rights to everything. Mm Like, they think that you should tell them your blood type, your bank account number, all any sort of illness you've ever had, medical history. Uh, but he got on there and was like, hey, you guys shut up. <laughs> like, well, we tell you if you, we wanted you to know. We're just celebrating having another baby. But, man, she must want a bunch of kids. Wow. If she wants to be pregnant and have another one coming right after that, I mean, that's a newborn and a five-month-old, which is basically a newborn, right? Yeah. yeah. That's and a lot. She's much younger than he is. Is, is that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, for sure. I mean, I would think she's probably 30 years old or so. So he may not make it to, like, their weddings, but she will. She's 37 years old. Okay. So, what? well, I mean, that's... How old is he I'm again? just saying, like, <laughs> he's going to be, like, in his 80s when they yeah. decide to get married. Okay, he may not... in their 80s? No. <laughs> okay, all right. He's 62 years old. <laughs> that's not that bad. Listen, I'm 40, and I'm nervous about that. I'm just now, you know, we're starting to talk about having kids after we get married. And I'm like, man... That'd be, you know, 59, 60 years old when they graduate high school. Odds are you'll be alive. I was just nervous to have a kid. My whole life I was nervous because I grew up so poor. I don't want a kid to have to go through that. I wanted to be like, okay, now I can actually pay for all your meals. Or, you know, at 16, I can buy you an old beat up car, which we couldn't do. We couldn't afford that. But now I finally feel like, okay, now I can do that. A lot of folks, they just figure it out as they go. I'm not a figured out as I go. I like to really have a plan. So, but yeah, that's six kids between them and two baby babies. I mean, you were saying she must really want them, but he must want them too, right? 
I'm sure he's okay with it. My, my assumption is he already had a kid, and he's with her. She's much younger, and you know when you marry somebody that wants kids and they're much younger than you, you got to probably give them kids. That means And I assume he's just down for it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just cool, cool. He's just like, you know what? All right, all right. I'm sure he loves the kids. But I would bet he didn't raise his hand and go, hey, can we have a bunch of kids? I'd love a, I'm 62 and I'd love a couple of babies. I would bet that conversation didn't happen, but I'm, right. I'm just betting there. You guys can hit us up, 877-77-BOBBY. This uh, is Austin in Arkansas who has a question for us. Hey, Austin, what's happening? Hey, Bobby. Uh, I was wondering, did Lunchbox mail in his winning ticket and get his Twenty dollars that he won off of his lottery ticket. Lunchbox. I mailed it twenty five dollars, and I. I mean, it's not back yet. It's going to take probably three weeks. Are you so, still irritated? You didn't take the fifty dollars I offered you for that ticket. Yeah, I, I think about it when I mailed it. I was like, dang, I could have had fifty dollars. <laughs> then Bobby would have to deal with the hassle of mailing this ticket in, and uh, hey, regret. You know, it'll kill you. Austin, appreciate that, bud. Sure took the, you're welcome. Thank you. Right. See you, man. Uh, after the show, or before the show, I do most of mine before the show. We all have commercials that we read for you know, national sales or local affiliates. I guess Lunchbox overheard Eddie recording a spot for our Las Vegas affiliate. Yeah. Oh, boy, yeah. man. Eddie, do you remember this one? Yeah, of course. I just did it a couple days ago. It was a commercial for Clark County's Family Services encouraging people to co- become a foster parent because you're a foster parent. Which is something I'm very close to and should be an easy read, but there was a part at the end that I struggled with. Oh, the disclaimer? Struggle? Yes, the disclaimer. Okay, here we go. Here is a clip. This is a blooper reel of Eddie <laughs> on the disclaimer. Go ahead. This sponsorship is in cooperation with DCFS and oh, this sponsorship is in corp. This sponsorship is in cooperation with DCFS and adoption. This sponsorship is in cooperation with DCFS and adoption incentive funding. Woo! Jeez, wait. You know what you can do is you can read at normal speed and Scuba Steve speed can speed it up. it up. I know, but it sounds ridiculous. Scuba was like, if you have a second left in the spot, try to read it as fast as you can. That's as fast as I could. It wasn't doing very well. But if that happens, just read it normally, and Scuba can. Zip, zip See, it. but I, I watch you sometimes, Bones. And I, well, I don't and, need zip. And, and I'm then, a pro. I'm, I've been doing this forever. I know. And you look at me. and You're like, watch this. And you go, <laughs> and I'm like, dang, one day. Yeah, one day. Listen, I have ten thousand hours invested in this thing. Like, if you give me, a, I was doing prompter yesterday at the Grand Ole Opry because I work over at the Opry and do a, a TV show over there. And I was reading like a minute and a half of just straight feed and I finished and I don't even remember reading it. <laughs> you just you were just reading. And they were, they were talking he was like, "Hey, how they go? How, how was that?" I was like, "I don't know." Like, I'm doing it. I, <laughs> I'm thinking about what I'm having for dinner. I've just done it so many times. Yeah. That doesn't mean you don't mess up, but I don't even know I'm talking. There are times where I'm reading commercials here. And I'll be honest with you, I don't even know what I read. Some I know what I've agreed to do and I know the spot, but they give me another one I just read it without knowing. But if you do, it's like driving to work. Sometimes you drive to work, <laughs> you don't you've done it so many times. <laughs> You get, you get there, and you're like, why am I here? How did I get here? I don't remember half that drive. So don't. my point is, don't be upset with yourself. Okay. I've done it for a long time. And thanks, Lunchbox, for just sharing with everyone my mistakes. Well, I just wanted them to know we're human. We make mistakes. <laughs> okay. Chip Gaines is putting $1,000 checks into new book pre-orders. So it feels to me like the Willy Wonka thing. Yeah. The golden ticket. Where you get the golden ticket. But he's got a book coming out March 16th. And so in this, he's putting some $1,000 checks in there. That's How many, crazy. Bones? I don't know, but even if you do five, right? Let's say you take five of the books, you put a $1,000 check in. The fact that people are talking about it is probably worth hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of dollars in advertising for this. So a pretty shrewd move <laughs> by Chip Gaines. 
I relate in the way that I have to pay you guys to do bits all the time now. Sure. I paid Eddie for his snowman. I got Santa it. Santa Claus. I got it yesterday. Thank you. You know, payment. his Santa Claus is still blown up in his front yard. <laughs> I've been meaning to keep a tally on how much like stupid money I win this year. Yeah, you have to go to your the IRS with just a, <laughs> claim just it. dumb money from Bobby that he's paid me to do. What am I doing wrong? I've never gotten any stupid money from you. You don't do stupid things. Oh, that's good Eddie point. walked across my pool. Like, I don't know why I agree to do any of this we stuff. We were debating, is this ice? We're in the South. And we're like, is this ice good enough? And you know what convinced us? That I gave Eddie money. Not yeah. really that there was any indicator. We didn't go up to it and kick it or push on it. We're like, is it? I said, I don't know, but I'll give you a hundred bucks to go across it. All right, I think it's good enough. What's even dumber is we're starting to do this every week. Like, <laughs> it's like, what are we thinking? Uh, you guys hit us up, 877-77-BOBBY. On Friday's show, speaking of Eddie, we will do the the four wines. Here we go, another one. Three cheap, one expensive. And all you have to do is name the expensive wine. You have mm-hmm. claimed you can taste a wine, and you know which one is the good one. I can do it. I know I can. Okay. And we, we came up with our, our punishments. punishment today. If you lose, no drinking for a week. Oh, that's brutal. No wine at all, and you love wine. I love it. And then also, you have to drink an entire jar of olive juice, <laughs> and you hate olives. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I might throw up if I do that. Okay, so we'll do that on Friday morning. <laughs> I had two goals yesterday. One goal was to go down to the watch store and go buy a little watch for somebody that's been working with me for a long time just as a thank you. And then I was going to take a watch that I have that probably has one link too many and get it down. But the main reason I was going to go is get this watch fixed. It's just been sitting on my counter forever. So I get in the car. I'm like, I'm going down. I'm getting this thing fixed. I kept putting it off. And I get all the way down there. And I go in and I'm looking for a watch to buy. And then I'll reach my pocket. I left the watch at home. The main reason I was going down there. And I was like, where is my brain? It's one of those things where you're just like, what was I even thinking? The main reason I was coming down here, I didn't even do that. So I went to sauna and got a couple Bobby Waters and, <laughs> and, and drowned my sorrows in that. You ever have one of those moments? Oh, yeah, recently. I, I think I even said the exact same thing. Like, where is my brain? Because I got Trader Joe's has uh, dishwasher detergent and then laundry detergent in these little capsules. And they look kind of the same, but also the bag is pretty clear on which is which. But I guess I put the dishwasher in the laundry room. So I grabbed the dishwasher capsule and I put that in the washing machine. Did a whole load. Wait, so what happened? Well, luckily, I mean, my clothes still smell good and they didn't ruin (laughs) anything. So that's good. But the ratio is way off. I think it was way too sudsy and soapy. Like there's those are a little more powerful or different kind. But I did some research because I was nervous. And you can use um, dishwasher soap in your washing machine. You just need to Google the work, the right ratio. Just in case you're ever out, that's kind of a more you know. I feel like, and I use dishwashing soap at times as in the bath, in the what? shower as a you kid. You do? Stop it. Of course we do. We didn't have all the different kinds of soaps. You kind of bought one soap that could do all jobs. Oh. So if you'd use dishwashing, well, that's what we made bubble baths with as a kid too. Really? You squirt it down, you slap the water. <laughs> you guys didn't do that? <laughs> no. And these are life hacks a, here. Hey, I, I kind of like that life hack because I wanted to take a bubble bath the other day and I was out of my what I use for a bath. And now you're telling me I could have just gone to the kitchen? Well, that's what we did. And we used it forever because you could get dishwashing liquid, like the, the like bottle. Dawn. Yeah, at the dollar store. Right? Oh, that's a lot of bubbles. And so you would go and you could actually, I'm sure it's not exactly the same, but it was close enough and wash, wash your body with it. <laughs> we did. I would think even all the soaps in the shower, right? Because... Caitlin has different kinds of washes, body wash, shampoo. I just, whatever bottle I grab is what I clean myself with. I figure they're all pretty close. There's not that much difference in a, a shampoo on your hair and a body wash for your butt. Like, it's still 
So I, you always go to the butt, like all the time. Well, because I'm thinking, what's the part that you don't mind why people seeing you watch? And then what's the part that's super <laughs> down low? You yeah. know, up high, all opposites. So I, if it says soap on it, I will use it in the shower. She did buy me some sort of body wash yesterday. She's like, please, just use this. And I was like, well, I got like nine options. I like going in and just having all my all these different colors of her stuff. I was like, I'll tell you, you do a little pink, a little orange. She got a little something green. Sometimes she got a little something green I'll put on. And she's like, just use this because my chest breaks out sometimes because after I work out and I have, I have like the weirdest, oddest chest hair. Like it's not really chest hair, but it is. And so if I don't scrub my chest from sweating, working out, I get like little blackheads. And she's like, use this and you won't get blackheads. And also on the, the top of this is our new thing. If she wants my attention, I, I always say I don't have back hair. But on the top of my neck, I have some that, that's there, and she'll pull me over by them. She'll grab them <laughs> and, pull, that and long? pull me toward her. And she'll be like, oh, I thought you don't have back hair. <laughs> and I was like, ah, that's our life. Oh, you should go get a touch-up because you did get ideal image there, didn't you? Yeah, where my moles were. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a little, little different spot there. Time marches on. Yeah. Hair Big just time. starts growing. Soon as she's going to be pulling you by your ear hair. Oh, well, she probably could. The bottom of my earlobes. Oh, on the outside of the yeah, ear. Yeah. Grows out. And when I get a haircut, my the, the girl that cuts my hair, she tries to quietly trim my <laughs> lobes so I don't get sad. So she, you know, she's doing my neck. She's like, oh, whoopsie, got your ear. And then it's just like, what just happened there? Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing to see here. Speaking of time marches on, we did that segment today. Here is voicemail number one. Nia called us during a commercial break. Here you go. I was calling because I was just marches on segment and I was just thinking about it this morning and I will be 30 this year but I have been listening to y'all since I was in seventh grade I think I'm 11 12 years old around the time um so I've also grown up with you guys uh have a great morning bye is that possible I mean yeah I mean maybe if she listened on my very first show without you guys yeah it's possible because it was I started doing mornings it was 22 it would have been Right, and she's saying she's 29. The math adds up. It does. She must have heard my first ever show where I'm like, hello, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to the morning show. I have no idea what I'm doing. Change. Uh, Here's another one. This is voicemail number two. Good morning, studio. I just got done listening to your Time Marches On segment. And let me tell you, you guys have grown up so much. And I'm just glad I'm here for the ride. I'm glad I get to experience all your guys' Time Marching On. Because it's so funny to hear all this stuff over the radio. Alrighty, guys. Y'all have a good morning. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Call us as well. 877-77-BOBBY. If you're listening on the podcast, you can call and leave us a voicemail right there. I feel like we're the same as we were way back then. Well, no, Getting we're older. not. And, I mean, and the most irritating things when someone goes, you guys have changed. Yeah, no crap. <laughs> People change. We're 15 to 18 years older. We should have changed. We're not doing the butt Sunday bit anymore where I'm making a Sunday at lunch's butt crack and making somebody... Amy eat it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you did. You liked it. I'm glad we matured. Ugh. No, I mean, like, just fun-wise, we're just, we're different, but the same. And, like, you That's know... That's like our... when I'm a cool mom. You know yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. We are we are a bit different. You guys have just changed who you are. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Can you imagine if we were the same? You don't want that. You want growth all the time, one way or the other at least. Mm-hmm. Um, my eye is killing me. I guess I'll mention this. I don't know if I have something in it or I scratched it, but I woke up and my eye is hurting so bad that it's hard for me to – I was reading commercials before the show and I was like, 
do, I was pulling an Eddie, basically. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, man. Well, it was sucking a little bit. And I just <laughs> I can't see out of my eye. So either there's a scratch in there, but we took the cell phone light to it, Caitlin did this morning, spread my eye completely open, put the cell phone light in it, and couldn't find anything in there. Moved it all around. Does anyone have any eye drops? No. I don't, no, but I don't know that it's an eye drop thing. I think what? I might have scratched my eyeball. I was in a street fight last night. It's a long story. Oh, the alley? Yeah, some guy attacked Ooh. an old lady and took a purse, <laughs> and I had to jump in. But I, no, literally, I woke up and don't know what's wrong with my eye. And I don't have an eye doctor friend. Isn't you know, your fiance's dad an eye doctor? Yeah, but he doesn't live here. He's in Oklahoma. I know. Zoom. Yeah, take a pic. Oh, that's true. You can do that. But I can't find it myself. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay, thank you very much. Let's do voicemail number three real quick. Here you go. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Good morning, studio. We just want to let you know we listen to you every day, and we love your podcast. I really like when y'all talk on the podcast and do funny stuff, and I really like it. Have a good day. Yep, have a good day. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's like an echo. A duo. I love it. All right, thank you for all those calls. I was thinking today, you know who kind of got a, a bad deal with what we call things is the product spam. Because spam used to be the food. Used to get spam. We used to go out into the woods, camp, or hunt. You take a bunch of spam with you. Now, when someone says <laughs> spam, you have this negative email, negative, you know, getting text spam. Spam's oh, spam, like spam in your email account. Okay, I'm following you now. Yeah, that's what you think about now when you say spam. Yeah, not the food. You, you thought about that at all? No. No, 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 really. No, not, not. I haven't had spam in years either, too, so I don't. <laughs> yeah. No. And also Corona, the beer. <laughs> that, yeah. that one for sure. Oh. That's always going to be now linked to coronavirus. That stinks, too. I'd like to shout out to everybody who works at spam, who eats spam. <laughs> for some reason, I was feeling for you today. All right, that's it. Amy, what's going on today? My sister comes to town, so I'm excited about that. She bringing all the kids? No, just her. Just me and my sister. What about you? I have a shoot today for Breaking Bobby Bones, which is the entire press shoot. So we're doing like four hours of pictures and videos and lots of clothes that they shipped. And this is like the big one for all the images that go out of it. So I'm going to do that today. My eye is killing me. So. Which, why? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Bobby Bones Show.